Hello and welcome to the CEDA Symposium. I'm Roy Peachy and I'm joined here today by Johan Thyssenaigam, Director of Sport and Co-Curriculum at the CEDA School in Croydon. Hi Johan. Hello. So Johan, we're going to be talking about sport and we're going to talk about uh, what you did before you went into teaching and then perhaps some of the impact that that has had on what you do here at the Cedars of the Boys. Sure. So what, what did you do before you became a teacher? Yeah, so um, a few things really. Um, I, I played cricket. Um, I, I was a, a, a budding talent. Um, played um, for Middlesex um, and um, did the rounds a, a little bit. Played for a few teams. Um, went to um, Australia. Um, played out there for a little, uh, a little while. Um, went to India, um, played out there. Um, picked up a few injuries now, uh, you know, now and again, and um, sort of thought I should um, use that uh, rehab time to 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 add something to um, my, my skill sets and and did some coaching badges, um, got some experience um, uh, coaching, um, and actually found out I was probably better at coaching than I was playing um, and, and definitely uh, was more successful uh, as a uh, as a coach um, so yeah um, coached at the the NCA the, the National um, Cricket Academy in India um, which led on to a, a job with the England women um, was very successful there um, coached um, IPL teams, uh, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, and Kolkata Knight Riders. Um, had a, a fast bowling um, gig with the the England A squad um, for a little while too, um, and then um, yeah, almost fell into teaching. Really, um, I was um, a little bit unfulfilled as a coach working with uh, elite sportsmen and women. Um, in the fact that I, I, I realised I was only taking them a, a certain distance, um, and I ha had the opportunity to to uh, work in a school, um, and um, loved the fact that I I could take these kids really from from you know base level all the way up, um, and so. Um, was offered a, a, a job at uh, uh, a, a private school as their director of cricket and um, really ploughed all my efforts into into making it a successful team um, at at school level my, my goal was to to see whether everything that I'd learned in a professional environment could be transferred into a school environment and within two years my my sort of my my plans came to fruition and um, and uh, ended up being very successful there. So from there, I I then got a job at as you know director of sport at the Cedars, and um, here I am now. Brilliant, fantastic. So um, let's just go back to coaching mm. elite sport then mm. before we kind of move on to to school. Sure. So what does that mean in practice? If you're coaching a, an IPL team or mm. the England A team. Mm. What are you doing day to day? What sort of things are you working on? Yeah, so 
you know, it, it's it's a good sort of six hours of your day, every day, training hard. It, it can be things like physical training, so um, you know, lifting weights, um, interval training, um, you know, sprints followed by periods of rest, and followed by by sprinting again. Um, psychological training, um, so um, trying to um, trying to um, training not to be distracted so for example when you're you when you're batting some of your teammates might be squirting water at you or throwing pads at you to try and put you off and you have to concentrate on the on, on the ball and things like that um, doing a lot of reading um, a lot of tactical awareness um, there's a there's a um, a, uh, a practice called um, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Pro Programming, where you sort of almost train yourself to be a, a little bit robotic, um, so that you, again you can um, not react to things that would distract you in a in a in a game situation. Um, obviously, there's your skills training on top of that as well. Um, training in the pool, um, active recovery sessions, massage. Um, you know, plyometric training, um, flexibility training. It, it's 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 all um, you know. It 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 it's 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 full on. Yeah. It's it's, it's every day, um, all day at times. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Can can I pick up on a couple of things? Mm, now? One is one is the just the the sheer amount of time you have to put in here. That's mm. going to be interesting. Absolutely. The other thing is this idea of. Mm. Training the these elite, even these elite players, mm. not to be distracted, mm. and that's obviously something that that we can um, apply here in school. Mm, but I remember you saying something before about Sachin Tendulkar and mm. and the way that he, you know, one of the greatest batsmen of all time, mm, mm. and a, a model of um, attention at the crease. Absolutely, yeah. And what what did you what did you pick yeah, up so from him with 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 Sachin? Um, so we, we were trying to identify what are the cues that great batsmen um, identify in, in reading a delivery and what are the cues that not so good batsmen um, sort of identify. And um, we, we attached a camera, uh, an infrared camera on, on the uh, helmet of, of, of the batsman and so um, Sachin went into bat, and it, it was in a in an indoor uh, facility, and on the back wall, um, we played a video of what it would be like to stand at the crease during a World Cup final. So you've got the noise of the crowd, um, you've got the umpire, um, you've got the other players, you've got the sounds of the other players, you know, um, sort of talking at the batsman and sledging, if it were. Um, you've got you know people walking across the sight screen and, and those sorts of things and um, what the camera did was um, create a, a pattern of dots around what Sachin would be looking at and it was amazing that um, the, the pattern of dots for Sachin was all around the ball and the wrist of the bowler running in um, so, that, so the video would play and the bowler would run in and he'd slowly get bigger and bigger and bigger and you'd just see a, 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 a pattern of, of red dots just you know, 
solely around the ball and the, the, the wrist of the bowler. Whereas um, when the camera was placed on um, a chap called Ishant Sharma, who was uh, one of the worst, um, statistically one of the worst batsmen in the world at the time, you know, genuine number 11 batsman, um, his, his pattern of dots was everywhere. He was looking at um, people holding up banners in the crowd and people walking across the sight screen and um, when he heard a noise or, you know when he heard another player sledging he'd look across and his pattern of of, of dots was almost like a, a spider's web it was, it was it was all over the place and when when we um, played the, the video on what was really interesting was that um, as the ball, or before the ball was actually released by the bowler, Sachin would predict a spot that he thought the ball would land in. So before the ball was even released, you'd see his pattern of dots move down towards his feet. Um, whereas Ishan Sharma, he would almost follow the ball as it was coming down and the pattern would be delayed. And so what we found was that Sachin was actually predicting where the ball would land and was ready in in the spot, waiting for the ball to arrive, whereas Ishant Sharma was, was at the spot where the baller had arrived and was playing his shot after the ball had gone. Right. So um, it was really coming, interesting. The ball's coming down you're 90 miles an hour. It's, Ni- <laughs> you can't yeah, do it like that. 93, 95 miles an hour. You, you can't do that. Yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. So, in the in the school context, mm. then you know we all know of students being distracted. This is you know this is what it means to be young. Mm. What is there anything that can be done about it? Is there anything that you can bring from your your experience as a coach with the the, the likes of Sachin Tendulkar mm. to um, get students more focused, more attentive, whether on the games field or elsewhere? Yeah. Um, there are a few things that you can do. I mean. Some of the things that that we do out on the pitch um, train for this. So um, one of the the mottos that we have is um, train hard, play easy. So um, we put them in situations that are um, complicated, that are more complicated than the situations that they would face in a game or in a a competitive match. Um, So, for example, football training now, um, we would shorten or or make the space in which they have to play really really small so they're having to make lots of touches make much quicker decisions than when they've got um you know much larger space to to and more time to to make those decisions um cricket i gave you an example of um in in a net session when you have a, a bowler and a batsman um instead of just having the bowler and, bat, and the batsman you've got people you know walking in front of you or you know shouting things at you to try and distract you um when when we're playing rugby um instead of playing with one ball we'll play with two balls uh, and and three balls and four balls and rather than have two try lines we'll have four try lines and lots of situ- situational experiences for the boys that are more complicated where they have to make more decisions than they normally would and, and generally because they have to focus more, um, that the, the, the distraction is, is taken away because they, they, they have to really focus on, on what they're doing to achieve. Um, so when they go into a competitive environment, um, it's 
it's more easy for them. Yeah, it's, that's it's fascinating. Far more easy. That's fascinating. Far more easy. And is there a connection with, with the sheer amount of time you spend on an activity as well? I mean, I, I'm just wondering, lots of people will say that you've either got it or you haven't. You know, you've got that natural talent and that's why you flourish on the, on the rugby field or whatever. And if you haven't got that, then you, you're always going to be struggling. Mm. And then you look at someone like Sachin Tendorpa, who's playing cricket for India age 16, mm. a, a phenomenal prodigy. Mm. But is there any way that you can you can gain those skills, gain that talent almost, just through dint of, of spending time mm. doing the practice. So I'll give you the example of Tendulkar. Tendulkar had a best friend called uh, Camble, and Vino Cam- Camble, and um, he was actually better than Tendulkar. They went to the same school, they were in the same class, they played in the same um, teams, They'd go and make partnerships of 500 runs and so forth. It was, it was just astonishing. Camblay was the one who was going to be the, the the great cricketing god of the future. Yet, no one's ever heard of him. He didn't have the discipline and the application and the real hunger that Tendulkar had. Um, I remember when I first saw Tendulkar training, there were lines of children you know from the age of eight to you know 21 in in india um and they would all have one ball each and they would queue up for hours to bowl or throw the ball at tendulkar from whatever distance they wanted and tendulkar would stand there for hours at a time three four hours without a break and he would just fend ball after ball after ball after ball. He didn't know what was coming at him, couldn't read the play beforehand, and he did that. And it was pure application. Um, in talking to him, he will tell you himself, he is not the most talented player. He has just applied himself. A, a great example of that, that, um, that would sort of explain um, what application can give you is he, it was in Australia, um, and and um, India were touring Australia, and I think in two or three matches previous to, to this one match, he'd been he'd been um, nicking off um, into into the slips and and uh, to the wicketkeeper every single time he he went to play a cover drive, and you know the cover drive is is you know it, it's the easiest way to score runs. It, it's the most used scoring shot in cricket um, and so he just said I'm not going to play a cover drive it's the shot he'd been playing since he was four years old and the whole innings he scored a hundred that day the whole innings he did not play one cover drive now to train yourself to do that or to sorry to detrain yourself to do that I mean it's impossible that was sheer willpower that was his mind telling him if the ball lands in that space I'm going to do something completely different to what I've been doing my whole life. That's, that's mental application. And to, to take that stance from a professional environment into the school environment, I mean, there's a, there's a, a Chinese proverb I was actually reading to the kids yesterday. Um, your future is your actions, and it's your actions now. And what, what kids do now will eventually you know make their future and and i think sometimes um we we don't realize 
what we're actually doing the, the, or the effects of what we're, what we're actually doing. Um, and training hard for something is difficult when you don't know what you're training for. So I think sometimes we need to tell our children this is the result of your training so they actually have a, 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 a view of where they're, they're going to. And then also um, trying to, to show them that they're getting better through their training. Um, what I find is that um, maybe it's a, a modern phenomenon, I, I, I don't know. Um, we're talking about the, the fun things in, in, in kids' lives at the moment, not just being sport and not just being music. And actually there are lots of things that children find fun now. Um, but being good at something is fun. The process of being good at something is actually very, very difficult. And it's not something that is going to be turned around in two or three weeks. And as you slowly push yourself through that that mental barrier of, I'm not good at this, I'm not enjoying this, and pick out the little tiny things, oh, do you know what? I did actually play that pass with very good technique. And already in the space of one hour, my passing technique has improved. And then the following week, thinking to yourself, actually, my passes are more accurate. They're more powerful. I'm now able to use my left foot or my left hand, or my catching is, is, being, is improving. I, I can not only catch the ball with two hands, I can catch it with one hand. The, the, little, um, the, the little golden um, nuggets perhaps need to be um, pushed more by teachers perhaps, but then also realized by, by the children. Um, and in doing so, I think motivation to push on through those those barriers will be increased. And put like that, it sounds as if these are what you're saying could apply in any aspect of, to of the students' life and work. To it's everything, not, not just sport. It's when when you when you first hear a child play the violin, you know, you 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 want to run a, a thousand miles. It, it, it that screeching, scratching, and then you know, over the course of ten ten years. You go from this really horrible sound to this beautiful, you know, resonating sound that that, that resonates in your soul, you know, and, and 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 that's the that's the image that we're we're trying to create in every child that through your actions now, this is what you can achieve, and it it is going to be messy at times. It is going to be really scrappy when you first take, you know, our, our year seven kids here when they first pick up a rugby ball is sometimes their first games afternoon at the Cedar School. They haven't picked up a rugby ball before. You know, most schools are very, you know, very much football, football heavy. Um, and what they achieve in the space of three months of, of a rugby season is huge. And um, Tom, Tom, uh, can, I, can, I, can I mention I mean, let's, names? Let's, call him, let's just call him Tom. Let's call him Tom, big Tom. Um, Tom came to me a couple of years ago, having never played rugby before, being a very good footballer. And it was the end of the rugby season, start of the football season, he came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, Sir, I'm gutted that the rugby season is over. And, 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 and that's what it is. It, it's sort of, it's immersing yourself in something, training really, really hard, finding the little golden nuggets that suddenly you, you build uh, you know, you, you put one golden nugget on another golden nugget on another golden nugget and suddenly you've got, you know, 
a, a, you know, a good performer who's enjoying his sport or, or her sport and is, is motivated to keep going. And I th- think that's, that's the thing for me. It's finding those, those tiny little things, those, 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 those golden nuggets, those tiny little achievements that, that you can, you can you know, piece together. That's really important. Johan, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, really fascinating talking to you. Thanks ever so much. Cheers. Indeed. No problem at all. Pleasure. Thank you.